0: Hey everybody, uh, we're going to hop in here real quick before the episode starts and let you guys know that at the beginning of November, we are switching up the format. We're going to be going to every Friday instead of dropping three times a week.
1: We'll do one long episode on Friday.
0: Yep, instead of instead of breaking up over the two weeks, give or take, uh, it's just going to be one episode now. And it's going to alternate with Rundown Reviews, so one Friday will be comic book rundown, whichever book we're covering. And the following Friday will be Rundown View. So it's still essentially, you could in theory have the arc in a two episode, like it's going to be two two weeks between the arcs, but it's going to be all in one go now. So um, yeah, we just wanted to give you guys a heads up for the, for the content change, uh, because we have some things in the works, and we will let you guys know about that later when uh, everything gets like, the ink gets dried.
1: <laughs> yeah. Contracts, uh uh-oh.
0: Oh, yeah, it's always fun. But thank you guys for listening, so here is the new episode. Welcome to the comic book rundown. With you today, my Ron. Hey everybody. We're on the fourth issue of this lock and key story arc. Uh, Talk, clockworks story arc. If you want to check out our previous covers, check out our
1: last three episodes. So we're starting off exactly where we left off the last time. <laughs> I love
0: Rendell, like, um, hey? He's, huh, he's double huh?
1: finger guns. He's like, that's a great idea, right? Everybody looks at him like, are you knucking futs? And he's like, uh, but like, seriously, guys. But yeah, like everybody's and Do- eyes is like, Dodge is even shocked. like, he's like, um, like this. You know, so wait, we're supposed to open the big door that's like the biggest no-no of all the no-nos, the uh-huh. things that we're not supposed to do. And he's like, look, look, looking through the door is bad. Opening the door so a couple pieces of iron come out, that's not a bad thing, you know? As long as nobody looks at it, we'll be fine. We'll open the door, we'll get a couple pieces that out.
0: That might be okay, is what he says. That might be yeah. okay. Uh, I think it goes to explain what's on the other side. He basically, said, He basically calls them super-powered soul tapeworms.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's basically... That's pretty accurate, Yeah, actually. I mean, it really is. I mean, he's like, as long as, you know, nobody touches anything, goes through it, or, you know, looks into it, it'll be fine. And uh, um, Aaron's like, uh, yeah, I vote no. And uh, um, Mark's like, how can you vote no if he's not even done talking? He's yeah. like, Uh because it's already a whole... He's like, he lost me after the whole tapeworm thing. <laughs> it, it lost me at the tapeworm. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Good job, Aaron. You're smart. And he's like, no, no, think about it. Like, uh, you know, um, what is it? As long as none of us look through the door, we can't be seduced to cross the threshold. With no spirit to attach to, the tapeworms who cross into our world just turn into harmless metal. Harmless, but useful. So my thought on that is, I mean, I guess they don't have to because
0: uh, Ben got a ton of them to come through. And they talk about uh, the uh, Han's Rifle. Mm-hmm. How he's got more keys. and So I always assume that they only came through when somebody went through. But yes, when somebody goes through, it attaches to them. But, like, nothing actually came through without being
1: enticed. Okay, well, see, the, the way that they explain it in here, though, is, like, the things in there are trying to get out. Sure. Whether they're attached to somebody or not, they're trying to get out. Unlike in the TV show when they shoot out, like, bullets... Well, even that was... Because Ellie
0: was in there the entire time. She and, never got yeah. hit. That's what really bugged... Another thing that bugged me we never yeah. really talked about. Um, but no, like, I would assume... But they just fall while, out. Yes, it is enticing to see it and go... And want to go in. The demons would see the opening to our world and want to come out. Yeah, and that's through. what they were going
1: for. That's how the iron keeps falling out. Because every time those demons try to get out... As soon as they cross the threshold That's without That's when
0: they assault. turn into the Whispering Iron, yes. Yeah.
1: But they're still getting out, so they're still getting okay. away from whatever it was they were trying to get away from in Which there. Which would be their mother, Lang. <laughs> but anyways, um, you know, he gets uh, Kim all excited about getting her own key.
0: Mm-hmm. Which, you get, I mean, let's be honest, he, he does say later on that he's not doing this for Kim, but, like, he kind of he is. He kind of is. Uh... But right. yeah, he he also says like I'm I'm doing this because, what we did at the play, everybody looked at us and uh, they saw the magic. Yeah, they saw. And, he's like, and
1: I want to I want to keep some of that. He's like, I know that you know once the, what is it called the hymn, uh, the riffle rules. Yep. He's like, once they kick in, you know, we'll forget all about the magic. But if I can make a key that some of the magic still stays with us, to where you know. We still have some of that magic. We might not realize it.
0: Yeah, um, I, Kim calls it a glamour key. Basically, what we'd do is, we could go out in the world, and people would be attracted to us. People would flock to us.
1: People would love us. Ultimately. Yep. And, uh, um, she gets you know Mark on their side because well, Mark also asks the
0: rifle rule. Like, what's yeah. that? What I miss. And Arrow's just like, it's uh, Han's rifle. He was the last person to use the whispering iron. He made a key to the front door. No one who enters the front door of this house as an adult can see the power of the keys. Not directly. He thought that was the safest. Something about keeping the keys for being from being used as weapons yep. for war, which makes sense. Well, and we will get into that when, like, okay, so we've got this volume. And then the next volume. We've got the next volume. And then the fi- like the volume after that, which is the Golden Age, which just came out, mm-hmm. uh, is all of the short stories and miniseries collected. Then, yeah. Uh, and I'm positive he shows up in that. Ah, gotcha. Like, we'll see him there. Um, now, when we do that in the future, I think I'll do it. I think we'll do it on that one. We will talk about... like Because in in these trades there are um, the keys like they have actually have a listing of a the list keys of the and keys what they and, do and, and, yep so and we will talk about that uh, when we get to it I think that one would be the best time because there is a story a short story in there that talks about some of the keys so gotcha um, I was going to do it as a uh, I, w- I did want to do it as like a separate episode anyway. Yeah. But now that we're going to a new format.
1: I mean, it still might not be a bad idea to do as a, a bonus episode. We'll see. Because, I mean, that's something... That's two years away? Yeah. But that's still, you know, that's something we you know, talked about, like, as far as stuff goes, and it wouldn't be a bad idea to use that for that specific reason. We'll we'll talk about off-mic on that yeah. one. Um, but anyway, so, you know... Like, they get everybody basically in on it, like, because uh, Kim convinces that, uh, Mark that, you know, if he has this happen, somebody's going to want to fuck him.
0: Yeah. Glamour is also one of earliest words for fuckable. In, in I'm in. Yeah. Um, everybody is on board. I don't think Erin was still on board, but she's going along Because everybody else did. Yeah. Um,
1: and, yeah, so... Luke convinces uh, Ellie... I mean, it doesn't take much convincing because anything that he says, she's you know Mm -hmm. head over heels for.
0: Uh, Yeah, and so then Rendell's just like it's gonna take a couple days to get the water out, get the reserves out. So we'll meet up next weekend.
1: Yep. And this is where we get him and uh, Aaron talking. He's like, she's like, you know, you you didn't ask him for a vote, and he's like, I didn't. You know, he's like, I'm not doing it for her. He's like, you know, I. Um,
0: like we'll probably break up after.
1: Prom. Yeah, he's like, I already know that we're gonna break up. He's like, it'll be after prom. She's like, we're not gonna keep a long distance relationship. It's just, you know, uh, he's like, I, I, it's, I just, you know, there's that. Uh, what? Uh, there's nothing sensible about what I feel when I look at her. Mm-hmm. He's like, you'd understand if you'd ever been in love with someone. It's like my dude. You are a blind motherfucker. Yep. Yeah. So they're preparing,
0: and. Duncan is being very Duncan-y.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, hey, you know, what are you guys doing, Randall? Where, where are you guys going? He's like, oh, nowhere. Don't worry about it. He's like, go watch TV. And then Duncan uses the gender key to turn into a little girl and tries to convince um, uh, Mark to uh, um, convince him to tell him where they're going.
0: Flowers for you. All you have to do is tell me where you're going this afternoon, dear sir.
1: Like and dude, they throw around the you know fag a lot. It's the yes. 80s, yeah, that's true. There, that's, that's was... fair. I,
0: I appreciate sticking to the times when they are uh when they're in a different time period, yeah, that shit doesn't fly nowadays,
1: though. Yeah, so, anyways, while this is going on, he uh it fails with Kim or with Aaron and uh uh Mark, Mark. so then he tries for Kim. And uh, he's like, hey, why don't you tell me where we're going? And while he's doing this, he steals the Anywhere key out of her uh, bracelet. He like, had a really good sleight of hand roll. Right? Sneaky little kid. Yeah, he is. And she doesn't notice, of course, because she's oblivious to anything that's not directly her. affecting her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> of course, he goes running past uh, Luke and Ellie. And he's like, look, buddy, if uh, dot, Luke says this. Uh, if it was up to me, I, you'd be coming right down there with us, you know, but your brother doesn't want you down in the drowning cave.
1: And he's like, wait, you guys are going to the drowning cave? And Ellie's like, way, wow, well done there, yeah. uh, Dodge. Um, yep. But then, you know, Rendell's like, no, you need to go back. He's like, I will kick, you either can walk back yourself or I will kick your ass back there. He's like, you're not coming down with us. It's way too dangerous. And, uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: We do get a fun scene where Aaron's like, well, what if, uh, you know, all the time we use the time shift key, we've come down here and, and seen everything. What if one of our ancestors, or one of your ancestors' is kids or something, is down here looking at us, and Wendell's like, kids, if, uh, if you're seeing this, don't do what I'm doing.
1: And, like, don't do any of the shit you see me doing. Try and learn from my mistakes is all I ask. And but then, of course, we see that... Uh, Duncan's following him. Yeah.
0: And we, then we also get so if you remember the scene in I think it also was in volume two in head games um, from Duncan's perspective now we have it from everybody else's pers- like the other perspective of uh, you know Duncan coming down and and Rendell yelling at him get the fuck out mm-hmm. and then you of course we got Luke take him back up and we get more to this conversation
1: yeah um yeah <laughs> Fucking Duncan. Because you know, he, tell, he tells him, he's like, hey, you know, you got to promise me that you're not going to come down here. Because the only difference between good people and bad people is keeping promises. Mm-hmm. And if you don't keep the promise, we'll know you're a terrible, rotten, wretched person. And, you know, uh, all this is that. And he's like, oh, no, I promise that I will uh, not. He says, what? I will not walk down those steps into the drowning cave again for the rest of the day. Yeah. I promise. It's all the worthing. Yep. It's all about worthing. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Duncan's a fae. I
0: mean but right like he said I'm not gonna walk down these steps and he didn't he didn't because he's got the anywhere key and all he had to do was see those doors which he did yep so after the group left and they came on walking down he walks through all the doors yep so he
1: didn't use the steps correct he did exactly what he he kept Kept to the the word of his promise yeah
0: Now they do mention here. um, Kim asks why it always shows why the keys always show up to Duncan, and Rendell's like it's another safety mechanism.
1: He's it's one of the riffle. riffle. He's like you know they show up to the ones that are pure hearted that don't have any Uh, malice in uh, there. And Kim's like why uh, no keys ever showed up to me? It's like gee, I wonder. Well, uh, Ellie
0: says that too. Yeah, Uh, because like I've been coming to this house forever. Why does anything come come to me? I I've got no malice. And Luke's like yeah except against your mom and she's like yeah i'll kill that bitch someone these days and
1: he's like not if i do first yep um but then we get uh um mark graffitiing the wall which you know we see again in uh volume three yeah whenever they actually go into the uh, whenever uh, kenzie goes into the cave with the uh with
0: scott and, and uh jamal and
1: jackie yeah and uh you know that's when dodge is like hey make sure you put dodge in there for my you know name and uh as they're you know getting it, they're like oh no the path's you know covered up and he's like hey i've got you know that's what the for yeah so he uses all the shadows to which all right so the the, the, the centurion shadow mm-hmm. does that not look like hulk uh like from uh like world war hulk and stuff like that oh, a little bit i i think of it every time i see it okay but anyways so they get it all uncovered, and uh, there's the door. Yep, there's the door with all of its creepy little eyes. Yeah, and uh, Rundle's like, "All right, well, you know, as long as nobody uh, looks." And- he also he he mentions that once
0: um, Ben made a better lock, he actually at, at one point embedded the lock in the door, and there was a, a side effect of sorts.
1: Yeah, the the key. So the key that he made, he made so well with such good intent that uh, only that key can open up the door. If you use any other key in this lock, it'll just open up into more caves. Yep. So you have to have the Omega key. You can open this door with any other key, but you have to have the, or like lock picks or whatever, yeah. but you have to the have Omega the Omega key. The Omega key will open
0: it to the other realm.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: So... Yeah, from here, obviously, uh, Rendell opens the door. Luke is holding on to him, making sure he doesn't get, you know, sucked in, I yeah. guess. And then everybody else is, like, around the bend. Uh, Mark finds a uh, a doorway and some stairs uh, leading, because they even say that they're directly under the wellhouse right now. Yeah. I think Rendell says that. Um, yeah, so, Mark, you know, he finds another entrance, it looks like. Uh, but you know how we mentioned that Duncan was, uh, was down here.
1: Yeah. He kind of, he looks right into the door. Yep. And, uh, he's like, Oh, I looked at it. It's so, it's so good. It's so, so good.
0: Luke, Luke, uh, saw Duncan and he goes to try to stop him. Turns around.
1: Also looks in the door. Gets caught by, you know, something out of the door. And, uh, Yeah. He's like, oh, it's something in there, something wonderful. And yeah. then his eyes do the creepy little lizard thing. And mm-hmm. uh, that's where this one ends.
0: So before we actually end it, my thought is they've got the shadows. Like all Hut do is just go unlock it, go around the corner, open it up with the shadow, with yeah. the shadow. Maybe pop their head out to entice the demons so that they would pop out and then close it. Oh, look, I solved the problem.
1: Maybe the Shadows can't interact with it because
0: it's magical. They closed it a second ago, like in the next issue. Yeah, I guess that's true. So, like, I'm just saying, like, Rendo wasn't thinking.
1: Obviously. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't thinking to begin with with this plan. True. So, that's I very mean, true. That's not really saying much. Yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. Uh, I mean, it, yeah. it, like, makes... it, it was, You
0: could have saved so many problems. Yep. You could have... You already know what what's gonna happen. Yep, because they've
1: they've seen it. Exactly, multiple times. So they could have just been like, oh, let's plan a little Honestly, bit. Honestly,
0: they what really should have done is gone to when like freaking... Because you know Ben or even um, other generations have the lock
1: and had opened it had up numerous
0: times. Just see what they
1: do. Yep. See how they do it because they have safety measures in place obviously. Uh huh. Because they didn't get, you know, possessed and stuff. So. But yeah, but that, that's a little bit forward thinking for these guys. Not wrong. I mean, they're also, you know, 17-year-old kids.
0: And those were adults that did it before, so. Which also comes into the question, the rifle rule, I, I understand making kids do it. Kids find the keys, and if you're over 18, you have no clue on the magic, because... The innocence of children, fine, dandy. But then look what happens. Shit like
1: this, like, oh, I know everything. Teenagers know everything. Wouldn't it be cool if we did this because, you know, that way we could do our own thing with it? Uh-huh. Like, what What if I just make, you know, 78 keys? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, if I as had Billy,
0: that'd be amazing. As, as a kid,
1: I would have been enticed to make a key myself also. Yeah. But I also feel like even at that age, I'd have been like, I, I don't want... There's a lot that could go wrong.
0: Uh-huh just the, the good is does not outweigh the bad on this
1: one well I'm not saying that I wouldn't have still tried it I'm just saying that I would have probably had a better plan in place than you know all right dude you hold on to my arm
0: Well, he didn't even tell him to hold on like Luke is the one that said oh I'm gonna do this so that if you see it if you happen to look through it. I can stop you. How, are you looking at him? Mm-hmm. like my dude